Hi, my name is Avery. And my name is Kaya. Today's episode is about AC. Before we get started, let's get a few things straight. For one, particles are everywhere. They're in our bodies, in the air, in your food. My point is that everything is made out of particles. But remember this, particles are always in motion. Particles speed up when they're hot and slow down when they're cold. Wait, you know cold is technically not a thing, right? What do you mean? Well, let's put it this way. Everything contains energy. I'm talking about everything. Your water bottle, your nose, even the ground. Heat is a way of transferring energy. So, when something is really hot, it has a lot of energy? Exactly. And if that hot thing touches something else, the other thing gets hot too, and therefore has energy. Like a pan on a hot stove. Yes, Kaya. Now let me finish. Heat is feasible. Coldness is not. Coldness is literally just the absence of energy. Let's put it this way. Ice is basically just energy, less water, and steam is super energized water. So we'll say that when something's temperature is high, the particles speed up, and when its temperature is low, the particles slow down. Okay, okay, hear me out. So this means that heat, or in a sense, energy, can only be transferred from the hotter thing to the cooler thing, right? Because you can't transfer something with no energy to something with energy. It, it doesn't make sense. You have to transfer something with energy, in this case in the form of heat, to something without energy or something that's technically cold. Now you're getting it. Hmm. You learn something new every day. Now let's talk about AC. What we know is that AC makes your house quote-unquote cool. But how does it do that? Well, first, you need to have heat in your house and a refrigerant in your AC unit. A refrigerant is a substance that can boil at decently low temperatures. Basically, the heat from your home gets sucked in through a vent in the AC, which then blows over the cold evaporator coil. Think of an evaporator coil as one of those super long round tube slides at the park. The tube is the coil, and you are the refrigerant moving through the coil. Dang, let me get a word in. So, the hot air from your house gets blown over the cool evaporator coil. The evaporator coil then absorbs the heat energy from the house air, making it cool energy less air. A fan then blows cool air back out into your house. At this point, the refrigerant is in the evaporator coil and absorbs the heat energy from the passing indoor air as well. And like Kaya mentioned before, when particles get heated, they speed up. They also expand, which causes them to become less dense. As a result, the particles begin to float or evaporate. This is the case for the refrigerant. The particles in the refrigerant heat up and evaporate, causing it to change phase from a liquid to a gas. Now, if you're wondering, yes, evaporation is an endothermic process, 
meaning it's a change or process that absorbs energy. The molecules in a substance must gain additional energy from their surroundings in order to complete their phase change and entirely overcome their attractions between each other. Think of phase changes like a ladder. Kaya, a ladder? Really? Well, yeah. Solids are at the base of the ladder, liquids are the middle rungs of the ladder, and gases are at the very top and most vulnerable spot of the ladder. As you move down the ladder, exothermic processes take place. In other words, a substance needs to release energy to go from a gas to liquid or liquid to solid. The release of this energy slows the particles down and allows them to increase their attractions. On the other hand, when you go up the ladder, endothermic reactions take place. This is because substances require more energy in order to lose their attractions. So, when something goes from solid to liquid or liquid to gas, it gains more energy. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is, when you go up the ladder, energy is absorbed. And when you go down the ladder, energy is released. Yep. Simple as that. Back to AC. The second step is for the refrigerant to reach the compressor. The compressor decreases the volume of the gaseous refrigerant by squeezing the gas tightly. This causes the pressure and temperature of the refrigerant to increase significantly. This is a preparation step for the condenser. The refrigerant, which is now a superheated and superpressurized gas, we'll call it a supergas, reaches the condenser and is exposed to the outside air. This is a good time to remind you that an AC unit is half inside of a house and half outside. The condenser portion is located in the part of the AC that is outside of the house. Anyways, the supergas at this point is much hotter than the outside air. Yo, didn't you say that heat moves from hotter substances to cooler substances? You're right. When the supergas is exposed to the outside air, which is cooler than it, the outside air absorbs the heat from the supergas. That's why when you feel the AC on the outside, it's hot. And now that the supergas has lost energy in the form of heat to the outside air, it's no longer a supergas. Its temperature and pressure is lowered. The refrigerant had energy taken from it, so now it changes phases back into a liquid. The refrigerant has now gone down the ladder from a gas to a liquid meaning it's an exothermic change because it released energy to the outside air. And with that, the refrigerant travels back indoors as a liquid and restarts the entire process. Wait, AC needs electricity to work, right? But why? Yes, Kaya, you're right. AC does need electricity. Everything needs a power source of energy in order for it to operate. Everything has energy. In other words, everything has the potential to do work. It just needs an energy source or an acting force to either give it energy or allow it to use its energy. Having said that, the pieces that need electricity in the AC is the compressor and the fans in order for it to spin and blow air. Gotcha. All in all, AC doesn't blow coldness. I say that it's more like a vacuum that sucks energy out of the air. And the fact that there's so much energy is what makes everything cold.
Well said, Avery. Well said. On that note, this concludes our episode today. All in all, AC doesn't blow coldness. I say that it's more like a vacuum that sucks energy out of the air. And that fact that there's so much energy is what makes everything cold.